Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast with all of the gumption. Today, we are going to be discussing topics that we definitely have readily prepared and have been working on for the past two weeks since we've had that much time since our last episode to figure out what we were going to talk about for this one. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. I've got like a list of topics in front of me. Mm hmm. They're called news articles. <laughs> yeah, it's called the front page of the tech news. <laughs> yeah, like the riveting question or uh, um, statement of... Uh, oh, no, it's a question. Did you know that, that salt can make your stress levels rise? <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I didn't know that. We're going to mention it in the intro and then not talk about it at all the rest of the Yeah, episode. no, we're not so. talking about this at all whatsoever. <laughs> Turn it off because that's not actually what we're talking about. Yep. All right. Well, guys, you know this. You know the deal. This is a Star Wars reference almost as obscure as this podcast. And we're going to roll the intro now. Dude, my cursor disappeared on Firefox. There's this weird bug on Firefox where my cursor just disappears and I cannot use it anymore. Get on my level oh, and get Google Chrome. No. Yes. Listen, man, Firefox steals your data too. Yeah, but at least they tell you what data they're stealing. I feel like Google does too. They just are very not open about it. Like you, They have to legally tell you what they're taking. Yeah, but it, they don't, they're not like upfront about it. Yeah, but at least like, in Firefox, they're like, "Is it okay if we send uh, all this data back to ourselves?" What well, can you say? No. <laughs> yeah, but they still have to sell your data to make money. That's why it's free. Um. Yeah. To some extent. So, like, are we back like, on the podcast? Or all are we the just, times like, you say no, this it's only a matter of time before you're not allowed to say no anymore. Are we podcasting again? I think we're podcasting. We are podcasting. <laughs> Okay, I good, thought it was cause... a great bit to talk about your cursor being stupid. Yeah. Nobody likes well, I was Firefox kind of anyways. I like Firefox a lot, actually. Yeah. Big fan of the Firefox project. Well, their logo has been getting worse since, like, 2017. I don't know. I think it's fine. No. Uh, here, I'm going to look up Firefox logo history. And then I'm going to put it up on YouTube. And if you're not a... If you're an audio listener, you are stupid. Um... <laughs> You gotta change the, the the cover thing. Just put the Firefox logo for the... <laughs> yeah, the 2017 one looks way better than the newest one. Does it? I yeah. Actually... Let me see here. Actually, they made it even worse because they straight up just got rid of the Fox now. The 2019 one's actually pretty fire. Now, oh, 20, Yeah, the 2019 one's pretty fire, but now it's just like a... Now it's just like a circle. Well, I don't uh, know what's up with that. The fox is still there. No, it's not. Oh, there's a new new one? Yeah, look. Like, if you go to Mozilla.org and you look... Wait, what the heck? I think I'm being... Oh, they they reverted it. Okay, good. Because that one's like, yeah. It's a tw yeah, okay. The 2019 one looks good. I like the 2017 one still, but I, I, gave, I gave the 2019 one props because it has purple in the logo. Yeah. This is a well, very I mean visual bit. It looks like it looks like they just took the oldest logo, right? If you start in two thousand four, if there was yeah. just like a smoothness slider, and they just continued to slide it all <laughs> until twenty nineteen, yeah, they just made it smoother and smoother. It just kept getting smoother and smoother. And then twenty nineteen, <laughs> they also smoothed it more, but then they decided to change up the colors a little bit. Yeah, I like the contrast with the new purple, though. I do like that purple. That's a very, uh, very pretty purple. I will give it that. Yeah, good color. Good, good color also, choices. Gradients are pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of tough to do, so props, props well, to them. Not anymore. In Photoshop, you take your two colors and then you just slide it oh, across cool. the circle and it creates a gradient. Used to be challenging. All of you people, you can go look at my YouTube channel and see that my thumbnails have gradients in them. Wow. Uh, well, two <laughs> of them. Some advanced level stuff. I know. It's crazy. Anyway, what's new with you these last two weeks? 
Uh, I have been being such a productive person. <laughs> no. Uh, I've been streaming a lot. Uh, for those of you who don't know, twitch.tv slash thebeastgaming. I'm live every Tuesday and Saturday, unless I'm not. Um, but, uh... <laughs> My most recent stream, I decided to do something different because I've been like really struggling with content ideas recently. So I was like, what if I just react to memes on stream and then make that into a YouTube video? So that's what I did. And actually, that was one of my better streams. So I don't know how to feel about that yet. But, um, <laughs> but video coming soon about memes and it's probably going to be terrible, but, uh, I figured I'll try something new out because I feel like you're like I don't know a year too late for the try not to laugh trend. No, it's it's still <laughs> definitely a thing. I don't know, man. With streamers, definitely. Okay, well, I don't watch a whole lot of streaming. Listen, but I on watch YouTube. I watch the, Ludwig, bro. On YouTube, the genre does not exist that much. That's anymore. not true. That's what Ludwig does all the time. I don't like watch him. <laughs> well, that's a problem because he's pretty cool. Okay. I feel like the new the new thing that's in though is like the reacting to the shorts. Which is like I did see that. Then you get like this shortception where it's like a short of somebody reacting to a short. I don't make shorts though. Some of those people make me really annoyed. I'm like, okay, that's just a dumb take. Well, isn't that the point of the internet? Is that everybody's kind of stupid? No. Oh. I like hearing thoughtful and <laughs> realistic takes on pop culture topics. Like, like here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to know about that actually? So everybody, I got a I got an email 8 days ago that I have since ignored um from a man named Jonathan Davis. Wow, really doxing. Who is um the Wisdom Talent team. He's part of the he's on the Wisdom Talent team. I've heard basically, that name before. I like looked up I looked up Wisdom and it's like basically this like app where you you go on there as like a person and then people can ask you questions and then you answer them and the whole point is that it's trying to be a social media with actual thought provoking things happening and not just like dumb people being dumb and he goes he goes hey won't you please claim your podcast on wisdom i'm impressed by your pod and want your unique voice on wisdom the Wisdom app is a great way to grow your listeners while engaging in conversations that matter. By the way, every sentence, he like double spaces for some reason. We're venture backed, here to stay and doing things no one else is. We know podcasting. We love the intimacy and we want to make podcasting social. So transform your listeners into a community. Let them share, like, and comment on your talks, answer their questions, give them special live shows, and track it all with creator-friendly analytics. Join us. It's free, and we need you. Our goal is not to have every podcast on Wisdom. It's to have the wisest podcasters. We want you and Nike's podcast on Wisdom. Can I please send you the link so you can claim your podcast and start growing your listeners? I'm happy to answer any questions you may have, too. Four days later. Hi, did you get my last email? I'd really like you to claim your podcast on the latest social audio app. Let me know if you're interested. Here's the email I sent before in case you didn't get it. <laughs> he really is scraping the bottom of the barrel if he's coming to us. It's like we have like, I don't know, like six or seven regular listeners. It's <laughs> I feel like I've heard of Jonathan Davis before, though. Like, I just looked him up. And he has a Wikipedia page talking about him being an American singer-songwriter. I don't think this is the Jonathan Davis. I think that's probably another Jonathan Davis. That's what I'm confused about, right? Because it's like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly who Jonathan Davis actually is, though. That's why I'm confused. So here's the thing, though, is that I, when I saw this, I was like... I was like, I'll look at Wisdom to see what it is, because maybe it's interesting, but this is obviously some marketing scheme for, like, a small social media app to try to grow its audience by reaching out to smaller creators, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I went on, I, I looked up a Reddit thread about Wisdom, and people, and this one person was like, yeah, this one person, they reached out and they said they really liked my podcast, so I asked them a question about what they enjoyed, and uh, I haven't heard from them since. <laughs> 
I was like, I was like, wow, really? You're telling me that they didn't actually listen to your episode and they're just finding any podcasts possible? Um, yeah. Jonathan, paste. Jonathan, if you're listening though, if you actually do really enjoy the pod, uh, feel free to email me again and like, <laughs> please email me the words, wisdom is an app. No, that's too easy because you can just say that. Might accidentally get that. Yeah, might accidentally get that. No, uh, actually send this. Say, I love the Nike's podcast and then copy and paste that 50 times and then I'll respond to you and <laughs> then I'll join Wisdom. Guaranteed. I don't know, copy man. Copy and paste it 50 times. I feel like I own 51% of this podcast based on prior discussions. You don't own I can over <laughs> I can override your your idea of you joining wisdom here. <laughs> I do literally everything for this podcast. This is easily a 70-30s flow right now. <laughs> what? I don't know what you could possibly be talking about. I have to show up. Oh, so hard. <laughs> and bring so topics hard. sometimes. Man, dude, if only, if only, man. Only uh, the only thing I do is like edit, make thumbnails and uh you know, hey, make listen, sure you, you told actually me that, show up. <laughs> you told me that all of the thumbnails have been the same, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, I want to start. Made a, a new thumbnail. Well, I made a new thumbnail for our one live episode. It's hard to make a good thumbnail when we don't have our faces at all. That's mm-hmm. what you want from me, man. Dude. <laughs> you can use my know. face. <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta get Jonathan Since Davis on the podcast might. though. Yes, let's let's have him on. Invite him. This is our this is our formal invitation. Yeah, Jonathan, if you're out there, if you're actually listening, you know, let us let us know when to record. We'll, we'll set you up with the mumble link. Yeah. You, you <laughs> 50, 50 pastes of I Love Nike's podcast in my email inbox. I'll join Wisdom, and we'll have you on the podcast, mate. That should be fun. That's a great deal, right? If he that likes our podcast so much, that's such an amazing deal for him. Yeah, it's honestly because I'm joining too, and you get paid. I'm sure you get paid when people join, Jonathan. So like. Come on, man. Do it. You'll get paid for being on our episode, just not by us. Yeah. <laughs> and he's impressed by our podcast and wants our unique voice on wisdom. So, like. And he said like, we were the wisest content creators. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wants the wisest and he reached out to us. Wow. That's so deep. Because we're so wise all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, um, uh, I guess for me, these last couple of weeks have been. Uh, they're like weirdly busy but also very slow but like i've just been working a lot basically which means not a lot of time to do any other stuff it seems like we just kept missing each other we we're like let's record podcasts like i can't do tonight can you do tomorrow no i can't do tomorrow can you do the next day <laughs> so we've been uh <clears throat> we want to get it out though because we're really trying to get back into a consistent schedule even if this episode's probably gonna be a little rougher than the last couple yeah yeah, probably, but, you yeah, know, I'd like to start being more consistent. I mean, because I didn't get the Christmas special episode up until, like, Tuesday, so if I can get this one up, like, Monday or Tuesday, then we'll at least we'll, you know, have a week uh, between those two. Mon- Monday? Monday? Get it up by Monday, right? Yeah, well, that's this, the goal. This podcast will be published by Monday? That's uh, the goal, December except 26th. for I, I wanted to record this episode of the podcast about four hours ago, but you were asleep, apparently. <laughs> And so I was going to record it and then immediately start working on it. But now I have to record it and immediately start preparing for people to come over. Because for everybody who doesn't know, it is currently Christmas Eve when this episode is being recorded. And we are hoping to have it out the day after Christmas. Yes. Uh, Tight schedule. But I don't know. We need to get into a schedule. So if we're just like, we're trying to set deadlines for ourselves, even if they are very artificial. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. First, like subtopic here i want to talk about chat gpt um so for anybody who's unfamiliar this is a new ai bot that has been published by OpenAI, pretty cool company and they make some cool stuff you might have seen their um they're one of the major companies that are developing like ai image generators and stuff so they're doing some cool stuff um but chat gpt is really like one of the first like real ai ais that's been published that you can just go to their website <coughs> Sign up for an account and just talk to, which is wild to me because, like, I don't know. I started asking it some questions. I was in one of my classes, and I started asking it some of the questions, like, that we were talking about in the class. Yeah. And it was, like, impressively accurate. <laughs> I was like, wow. Either this thing's read a lot of Wikipedia or <laughs> the people that were developing it actually kind of know what well, they're talking about. Isn't that the whole thing about GPT, though, is that they it's not connected to the internet? 
Is it? It's, I don't know. I haven't I, seen that. I just watched a new Linus Tectus video. He actually they actually did a video on making a PC using the Pat GPT. And oh, I couldn't I think... actually recommend you like parts or anything because it doesn't actually like it's not actually connected to the internet, so I can't find you stuff. Really? That was like the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I can't find you stuff, but it can like give you like short summaries on stuff, which is very crazy, right? But the interesting thing too is that like people are like this article that I'm looking at is talking about how like novelists are using it. Like usually okay, there's like a specific genre where this kind of works where it's like kind of like that sci-fi usually dystopian like AI maybe took over the world or something type books mm-hmm. and they're like actually using the AI and they can talk to it and they can tell it, you know, you can ask it questions basically I think is the big idea. Yeah. Right, and it's like every time you ask it a question, it writes like a a one or two paragraph response. So it's like, <laughs> it's really strange because of how well it works. Like I said, I was asking it about like technical topics, and it was just like giving very well written and short responses to the questions that I had. And uh, one of my friends actually said that he used it for coming up with ideas for his paper. <laughs> he was just like, "Give me ten ideas for this." And it was like, it gave him a list of ideas. And he said some of them were actually usable, unlike AIs in the past, which just spat out complete nonsense. Spat out nonsense, like uh, episode four of the podcast when I did the AI story. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's really funny, but it's not useful. It's just like, no, bouts things. Right. <clears throat> and it's actually become quite popular on YouTube. I'm sure people have noticed that watch YouTube. Everybody is doing the AI stuff <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it's the new cool thing. You got to get those views, man. Like, LTT did a video. I think their head, their title was like, AI made me build this computer. It says, I have like to do that. everything this AI says. Yeah, okay. I didn't actually watch the video. I watched because... the video. It was a good video. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, al- I'm already kind of bored with the AI content. But I did watch, there's this blacksmith that I watched that used it. Um, Alex Steele. I don't know if you watch Alex Steele. He's, he's a good YouTuber. Go check him out if you like blacksmithing and stuff. Um, woodworking. Wow. But he, he he also did pretty much the same thing where it was like, it's almost Christmas. I need some ideas. And he typed it into the bot to ask ideas that he could blacksmith for his wife for Christmas. And it came up with 10, like, feasible blacksmithable items that he could make. And he actually did one of them, which is, like, <laughs> crazy to me, right? Maybe we should go... <laughs> Next podcast episode, we're going to chat GPT. Yeah, we should just do chat. Chat. Oh my goodness, that's such a great idea. We had AI come up with our topics. That's the title. (laughs) That's the title. Thumbnail is like the chat GPT logo, and then my face like. (gasps) No, 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 no. You need to put the HAL nine thousand. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, but but then we're insinuating that the AI is gonna murder us. It might. I don't want to (laughs) die. Yeah, but AI is all the buzz right now, and it's kind of cool. Um, just look up ChatGPT, and you'll end up on the OpenAI website. Again, you have to make an account, which is kind of annoying. I don't like making accounts They're probably for stuff. stealing your data. They probably are. Well, and they're very... So OpenAI is an open source, and they're kind of a very open group. So they're very public about what they're using your conversations and stuff for. Mm-hmm. Right, because obviously they need to get some benefit if they're opening this tool to the public. And their benefit is is that they're using your conversations with the AI to kind of train it and make it better, which, in my opinion, seems pretty okay. You know, yeah, <clears throat> I'm not mad about. And it's like I know that it's happening because there's very there's a very good disclosure whenever you sign up and when you open mm-hmm. the when you open the bot, they're like, hey, this is what we're using your data for. It's like it's not going to any third parties or anything. We're using it to train our models to improve the conversational ability of our AIs, which is. Super cool that you can also contribute to, you know, making it better. And I don't know. I'm, I've, I've got pretty mixed feelings about it because, like, I don't remember. I think, like, a year ago or something like that, there was another kick where everybody was using the AI. But it was, like, yeah. <laughs> it was like the dumber version of the AI. So I don't yeah. know if you remember. All of those videos were pretty stupid. It was really dumb. Just because, <laughs> yeah, it was just the AI doing stupid stuff. Just, like, yeah. incoherent speech. Basically, yeah. Yeah. But so I, I was like, I, I kind of had a negative view on it whenever I first started seeing all these videos come out. But I've actually been pretty impressed by it, yeah. um, just because of how far it's come. And yeah. I think the novelty will wear off soon enough. But I think that there's a lot of people that this tool actually is meaningful for. 
Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I Again, like it, this novelist type thing. Actual chat bot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know how some websites have, like, chat bots? That, like, tech support bots or whatever? Yeah. But, and they're all useless? Yeah. And it's like, it immediately just redirects you to a, you know, a human being. And you're like, no, I wanted to talk to you because I hate social interaction. Um, well, but the chat bots, the way they work is they're not really AI. They're just like... Well, I know they're not. They're automated. But I'm saying the possibility to use AI for stuff like that. That would be pretty nice. Would be very <clears throat> useful. Especially if it can come up with useful responses to like niche questions, right? Yeah. Because there's been times, um, one in particular I can think about, I was talking to... Uh, CenturyLink because I needed to figure out some stuff with them and none of their actual people they're like level one technicians that I kept getting directed to had any idea what I was talking about and instead of forwarding me to higher level technicians they were like why do you need to do that <laughs> and I was like because I want to why is this a problem <laughs> yeah. and so basically I ended up having to figure it out by myself which took way too long and if there was a useful bot that actually had useful responses other than just looking for keywords in my statement and then searching their frequently asked questions pages for key keywords and then sending me articles that were not useful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. Could be really cool stuff. And I mean, like the AI image generators are doing some pretty cool stuff too. I don't know if yeah, you dolly. messed around with those at all. I did. You remember I sent you that one image? Oh, Darth yeah. Bader, Darth Vader. Yep. Darth Vader eating a hamburger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can find that on my Twitter account, everybody. Go follow me over at twitter.com slash at beasttg b3stgg because someone stole the beast gaming. Wow. Um, also, you can also follow <laughs> the Nikes podcast on Twitter now, everybody. Twitter.com <clears throat> slash, uh, slash Nikes podcast or whatever. Yeah, they don't do ads. That's wrong. It's just Twitter com slash Nyx podcast where you will find riveting tweets such as um, me posting about the Christmas special being a uh, being out. Was was Nyx taken? So we had to put Nyx podcast. Well, no, I just want to put podcast. You should have just done Nyx. That would oh, have been so much shorter. Yeah, hey, let me see. Is Nyx taken? Here, hold oh on. Oh my goodness. It's not. This guy this doesn't guy. exist. <laughs> this guy. At <laughs> Nyx was available. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I didn't think about that. Did I change my ad? Is that possible? Yeah, you, yeah. Should, you should look into that because that would be much better. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even mad though because if we use it correctly, it's not that big of a deal. Like sending out the links to the OpenAI uh, website where you can find ChatGPT and stuff would be nice. Like people have a place where they can find it. In addition to, like, the descriptions of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, that would be a nice tweet. Just be like, hey, we talked about this in the podcast this week. Check out the podcast and check out the tool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. See, like, classy awesome. stuff like that I'm not mad about. But also, like, <laughs> you just don't shameful like... to have a Twitter account. <laughs> I feel like it's only shameful because you don't like Twitter. That's true. I'm also not directly associated with the account, so I'm not that mad. Yeah, no, I'm going to be, like, in the description, owned by the Beast Gaming and BKP5. <laughs> no, don't put me in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I did you comment on our, last pod on our last podcast on uh, YouTube. You said no comment. You were very funny. Yeah, I actually listened to it. This was the first time I actually went back and listened to one of our podcasts. I also commented after you commented. Did no, you? Yeah. I saw that you hearted my comment, but I didn't see your <laughs> reply. Comment. Well, I didn't know I didn't reply. I went on my YouTube channel and replied. Oh, <laughs> I said, here, what did I say? I don't even remember. I'll be real with you. That's funny. I said, uh, I said, I said. <clears throat> such a great podcast to listen to when you're waiting for Christmas because I'm funny. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything because like uh, this is such a great blank to do when went blank and i was like what's funny and i was like man i got nothing you should have asked know. you should have asked chat gpt what oh, should i comment on my, my own videos <laughs> chat gpt for the win everybody I, dude Let's i should just test this I out live just, on podcast i should just do it right now <laughs> i'm gonna make an account real quick hold up oh you don't have an account i have an account okay let me see well no but i need to do it oh that's true you're the one that's wait i have oh well, i have an open ai account already though it should be the same. <clears throat> should be the same. Should be able to just log in with my Google account, I believe. Yes. Yes, we're done. 
Yeah, because I've used OpenAI for for the uh, the other thing. Uh, oh, Dolly. Well, no, I've used for ep- for episode four when I did the AI story. Oh, really? That's what that was from? Yeah. <clears throat> I, well, it wasn't. It was a. Uh, uh, it was somebody who used OpenAI because you know it's like you said it's open source. Yeah. You can use it on your website. But yeah, it, I just that's what it was though. I don't actually remember my Here. login. <clears throat> what was I gonna do again? Ask what you should comment on your own video. <laughs> what should I comment on the Nyx podcast YouTube channel? It says, it's always a good idea to leave a genuine and thoughtful comment on a podcast YouTube channel. Some possible things you could comment on include what you liked about the podcast episode you listened to, any sense or takeaways you had while listening, any questions or topics you would like the host to explore in future episodes, how the podcast has helped you or improved your life in some way, any constructive feedback or suggestions for improvement. It's important to remember to be respectful and considerate in your comments and to avoid making inappropriate or offensive remarks. Uh, and what's cool about the chat lot, everybody, is that if you keep typing, it's going to take your previous questions and its previous answers and like keep building on it. That's what's really nice is that it like uses context instead of just like spatting out a new thing every time. So if I go like, how do I make my my comments funnier? Then it'll say, making a comment funny can be a great way to engage. Well, okay, and that's some levity to your conversation. Here are a few tips for making your comment funnier. Use humor to your advantage. Try, uh, this is just the WikiHow article. Wow. Use memes or GIFs. <clears throat> that's so right. That's so right. Dude, you should have put a meme in your comment. Hold on. How do I make my YouTube comment funnier? I can't do GIFs. Well, you can put memes in there, though. People do that all the time. Here are a few tips to make your YouTube comment funnier. Okay, well, this is just... The same thing. This is, uh... Uh, what should I comment verbatim? It's really a good idea to simply copy and paste someone else's comment as your own. It's important to be original and authentic in your interactions and repeating someone else's words or freedom can go across as unoriginal or insincere. Wow. <laughs> it's telling you to come up with your own ideas next. <laughs> oh, no. Take oh. that. <clears throat> yeah, the other cool AI I've, I've messed around with recently was Dungeon AI. Did you mess with that one at all? Dungeon AI? Yeah. I think so. Hold on. So, it's like a... It's like a game almost where it's like you can tell it what to have your character do and it I ran like out of generate... time though and I didn't get to do a whole game oh you ran out of time on what there's timer on dungeon AI yeah really there was no timer last time I used it maybe they've the got too many people it. using it it's been a while it. yeah I used it recently <clears throat> that start. one's really cool too though yeah that one like you tell it what you decide to do and it will uh It'll just give you, like, a story based on your response. Yeah. Some people have made cool videos around this one, too. I think, um, was it uh, Corridor Crew that made a video about the Dungeon AI? <coughs> I don't know like, who that is. Corridor Crew? Yeah. You've never watched Corridor? No. Nope. Oh, my goodness, dude. They're the ones that do, like, the VFX artists react and stuff. Have you seen those videos? Uh, maybe. Okay, well, they they make some pretty good stuff. You should go watch them. But they made a video where they used the dungeon AI to generate a story, and then they acted that story out <laughs> and edited it into a video. Yeah. It was great. It was hilarious because sometimes weird stuff happens with the AI because it's not, like, perfect. But it's pretty good, you know, good enough that it could <laughs> come up with, like, a mostly cohesive story, only occasionally making mistakes. Yeah. So. No, Dungeon AI is pretty cool too because I have used that previously when I was yeah. getting into my whole uh, Dungeon and Dragons kick, but I didn't have friends yet. Uh. <laughs> that one's cool. Check that one out too. Yeah. Um, links to all these tools in the description, right, Neist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be there. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Anyways, uh, any any final comments on the the AIs? <clears throat> uh, AI. One day will kill us all, but right now it seems pretty hype. I saw a, uh, <laughs> I saw a YouTube short. I don't know how accurate it is, 
<laughs> but I was talking about times AI has turned evil. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is complete nonsense. This is, um, well, it's a short, so, I mean, did you <laughs> yeah. expect it to actually be something no. useful? I don't know why all. I was on YouTube shorts. It's a bad place to be. Don't go there. Yeah, no. That's what I do. <laughs> Sometimes also I end up on reels on Instagram and I'm like, well, this Ooh. is even worse. Yeah. Don't do that either. Yeah, no. I'd do it though because I get funny memes. Yeah. <clears throat> but cool stuff happening in the AI world. Um, I don't know. There's like image recognition and stuff happening still too, which is cool. I don't like that. You don't like that? I don't want people to know who I am. Then just wear wear a mask all the time. I pretend can't like, get pretend away like, with crimes. <laughs> Pretend like you're afraid of COVID and just wear a mask all the time. COVID is very real. I can't believe that you are saying this. No, no, no. But pretend like you're afraid of it. I am. Oh, okay. What so then I, wear, a ma- wear a mask all the time. Then nobody will be die. able to see your face. I don't want to wear a mask. Well, then everybody's going to see your face and the AI is going to be able to find you. I'll find the AI first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very, very deep. Very deep and meaningful. Yeah, Just like okay. this holiday season, everybody. Wow, that was that was a rough transition. No, it wasn't. <clears throat> that was a rough transition. Guys, spend time with your family. Um, because <laughs> one of these days they'll all be dead. And True. um you won't be able to spend any more time with them. Also, Christmas gifts, I like them, but they suck because it's too much stress. Stress? Why are you stressed? Because you gotta get stuff for people. And Just people ask. are cringe. Just ask ChatGPT what you should get. Oh, that's so right. That's so right. That's so right. <laughs> AI holds all the solutions. Yeah, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm uh, trying really hard to get off this topic. Yeah, but you brought <laughs> it up, and now I gotta ask. All right, let's see. Let's see what um, happens. A thoughtful, heartfelt gift, such as a handwritten note or homemade gift. That's really easy. I can write a note. Yeah, do it. <clears throat> I'll say. I'll I'll uh, I'll sign my name and I'll be like keep this when I'm famous. <laughs> Genuine certificate of authenticity that it came from the Beast King. <laughs> yep, you knew me before I was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like now if anybody asks like what does your son do, I'd be like whip this out. He's a streamer. <laughs> He's a streamer. <laughs> that feels. <laughs> I feel like if one day I had a kid. And I was like, yeah, my son, he streams on Twitch. Yeah. I feel like that's not a proud parent thing. Just saying. <laughs> but if they're successful, though. That's true. <clears throat> Most people, I feel like, also still don't really understand what being successful in content creation looks like, though. So it's like you tell your, your, t- you tell your friends, hey, my son, he's a Twitch streamer and he's successful. They're like, oh, that's cool. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just remembered something. Oh man, you, you just remember? sparked something in my mind. Okay, <clears throat> so on uh, I think it was Tuesday night. Yep, yeah. yeah, Tuesday night, I uh went to a rec center to play for uh, a friend of ours. They do Christmas carols like every year. Okay, and I thought I, you were going like, to play sports, and I was like, how come I wasn't invited? But that's okay. You don't need to invite me to yeah, Christmas carols. They were like guitar, and I was like, I do do that. Do do. And then they were like, oh, all right, oh. two days before the before the Rec Center, we're going to send you eight songs. Ouch. That was awesome. Uh, and I didn't learn any of them. I just had the chords, so it was really rough the entire time. But Ooh, I didn't really feel bad because they, they didn't give me any notice whatsoever. Two days before. Yeah, but uh, regardless, I get there and <clears throat> hanging out, and there's this old dude that's friends with the people, and my grandma and grandma start talking to him. And then I'm like, after everything's done, I was like, I want to stream tonight. I was like, we got to go. It's like already like seven. Mm-hmm. I got to stream. Come on. I got to get those those prime subs. <laughs> and so I get up to go pack and my grandma over here, she talks to this guy and he goes, she goes, and I'm wearing my uh, my merch sweater, by the way, the nice <laughs> podcast sweater. And she goes, oh, yeah, he streams on Twitch. And she just blurts that out. And then she's like, and he, has, and he does YouTube and he's a podcaster. And I was like, and, and, she, and she's like, he's actually wearing merch that he made. And this guy goes like, he goes, I'll buy it. What? <laughs> and then he's never heard it or anything. And my grandma's like, you got to buy her. And then I'm like, I just laugh it off because I'm like, ah, oh, ha, 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 funny. I don't yeah, want your I'll money. I'll buy it too. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I don't want your money, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm packing up and then I overhear him go like, does he, does he have anything under on, on underneath the sweater? 
He's like, because I don't want him leaving without a shirt on. <laughs> what? And, and then, and then uh, he was trying to buy it off of my He's back. He's going to buy the sweater off your back. He's going to buy the sweater off of my back. <laughs> and he was, I was like, no, I was like, I was like, no, you don't understand. The, the, what I'm wearing isn't for sale. <laughs> like You can't just have this one. <laughs> you can get it online, but I'm, I, this is mine. Wow. Also, I'm going to charge you full price because I'm going to go buy another one and this is used. So I don't know if you want to. A used sweater, full price. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, that was oh, that was such a weird interaction. And then that he was like, strange. "Let me know when your merch is in stock." I said, "Will do," knowing full well that it's technically never in stock because it's by order. So wow. he'll just never have my merch, and I'm okay with that. Wow. Everybody else, though, go check it out. <laughs> Link in the description on the YouTube. It's like just this one guy. He's not welcome. Everybody else, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I was he also, actually. He also I also played laughing. guitar, and he was like really trying to tell me all his knowledge about guitar when I was very much better than him. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes people feel like they like need to teach stuff. Yeah. You know, especially like older people, they're just like they feel like they need to teach you something, mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes they get on the topics. So it's like okay, first of all, you don't know what you're talking about, so stop trying to tell me how to do stuff. Yeah. Second of all, I don't really care. I don't know. I try to <laughs> be nice and just listen to because a you lot know, of a lot of those old people just want to be listened to, and it's like, <laughs> you know, I did listen, but it was so funny. He's like, so this is he's like, this is how I play an open E chord. I was like, that's cool. I can play the E chord five different ways. Yeah, I mean, that's you're supposed <laughs> to because you need to be able to adapt to the to the music. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> kind of a interesting interaction that you had there. Yeah. <laughs> Like I have not had anything that oh, interesting happen to me this week at yeah, all. Yeah, that was. I can't believe I forgot about that too, because I was like, "That's such a podcast topic," and then I was like, ah, <laughs> "I don't think I'm gonna just let that sit in my brain and just forget about it." Yeah, just put it on the back burner. <laughs> just let it let it simmer down. Yeah, that's not an Key important points. topic for the podcast no. at all. Yeah, one no. thing I did want to talk about though was uh, LastPass got breached. Did you see that? Seriously? Yeah. Well, this is not the first time. They've been breached like several times. I feel like they're not very secure. They are secure, but being that they are like their whole MO is that they are the manager of everybody else's passwords, that makes them like a big target, right? Yeah. So I've been a fan of the password manager idea, right? Yeah. Although it's better to go for stuff like Bitwarden because not only is it like free, but open source. Well, so let me explain what a password nice. manager is first for anybody unfamiliar. Basically, you have like one master password, right? And you put that password in and then it unlocks typically what's called a vault that has, you know, you typically randomly generate the passes to all the rest of the websites that you go to. I just set up an account on chat GPT and it's like whenever I went on there, what I do is I will open up my password manager and I will generate a new password, which is usually like 12 to 16 randomly generated characters. And I use that password instead of like, reusing the same password over and over again which is like what a lot of people do mm -hmm. and the advantage to this is that now if chat gpt leaks their passwords somehow you know hackers don't have access to well not even hackers people don't have access to the password that i use for everything instead they have a single time use randomly generated password that's not going to be useful for getting into any of my other stuff <clears throat> right yeah. so basically the secure the idea behind security is that you are just as secure as the weakest link in the chain. So if I don't use random websites as links in my chain, then I don't have to worry about how secure they are or whether they're going to be leaking sensitive information. Which is great, right? But that brings up the new problem, right? That well, if you have all of your passwords stored with a password manager under one password, why don't we just break into your password manager and then have all of your passwords? <clears throat> yeah. Which is an interesting idea, but I think I would rather trust, you know, some password management company that's well rep well reputed over a bunch of random websites with my same password and hope that none of them are going to leak my password. Yeah. Or get it stolen, basically. And also but, there, are, there are protection measures when something like LastPass does get breached. Yeah, you know, so... They fix it, usually. <laughs> so, the problem, though, is that LastPass, they've been in the news a couple of times about this over the last couple of years, 
because obviously they're a big target, right? I don't think it's necessarily that they're less secure. I think it's just because they are a big target because they are the password manager that everybody knows about. Yeah. Um, I migrated away from them a while ago because they started charging like ridiculous amounts. They were like, you can use LastPass for free if you only put it on your phone. I was like, that's just stupid. I need I need my passwords from my phone on my computer and my iPad as well. <laughs> like, yeah. I use using... Apple, though, for their thing. Like, they, they save all your passwords, and they can only be accessed <clears throat> through Face ID. If you yeah. have Face ID. Biometrics, I don't know how I feel about those. I mean, I use, I I use think... fingerprint for all yeah. of my passwords anyway. It makes cause... so much more sense, though, to do, like... Like, because if you have all your passwords secured by Face ID, like, nobody can get it, literally. See, okay, the only situation where biometrics come into question is, like, you're taken into custody by, like, the FBI or something, and they need access to your accounts, but you don't want to give it to them. If you have a password that you have memorized, they cannot force you to give the password, right? But if you use Face ID for everything, they can put you to sleep and scan your face with your phone while you're not awake, (laughs) It's true. They can't so, legally do that, though. Well... They need a warrant. Yeah, but if they have a warrant, they still well, then, can't get your password. Well, you yeah. give it to them. That's true, but if they have a warrant, then I think it's probably fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't really like the government that much, to be real with you, but, like, I don't know. You probably did something bad if you're in FBI custody. Probably. But also, what if you didn't? And also, also... Uh-huh. Like, obtaining evidence, I don't know. There's just, like, a weird gray zone there, right? That's my only concern with biometrics that I've heard that's, like, questionable, right? But also, like, if you get taken by some third-party group that doesn't have to abide by the law, and they decide to break into your device for some reason or another, then it's, like, biometrics technically are a weaker link in the security, right? So, like, if... is The issue, though, is that if you're taken by a group that doesn't have to abide by the law, if they threaten (laughs) to murder you if you don't give them your password, I'm going to give them my password. That's true. So, so I feel like it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, that's true. Kind of a niche edge case of stuff that would never happen. But, yeah. you know, still exists in the back of my mind as a security question. It's It doesn't stop me from using biometrics, don't get me wrong. But, like, it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So LastPass, they're like the big, they're like the big name in the password manager industry. They're like the one that everybody's heard of. They're like, oh, I've heard of this password manager thing, and I kind of want to check it out. Let me see what LastPass does. So they're like the big name. That's why they're kind of like a big target, because it's likely that you're going to get information from people that are not correctly using LastPass, right? Because, you know, they're they're not known for being security. Well, I mean, obviously, they as a company are security focused, but they're kind of there for the general public, who is maybe not necessarily security focused. Yeah. Anyway, not a big deal that they got breached. It was kind of the way that they've been handling it, right? So a couple of months ago, they were like, hey guys, some people probably got into our servers. Not a huge deal because we don't think they got access to anything. You know, it's fine. Then like two days ago, they were like, hey guys, so remember whenever we said that those guys <laughs> got into our server and probably didn't take anything? Well, we were wrong. They actually got all of your passwords. <laughs> um, they're still encrypted because... We don't store we don't store the passwords unencrypted, but if they get your master password, they now have easy access to all of your passwords. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about that though is that once you change your master password, and also <clears throat> you can probably change your uh, generated passwords too. Yeah. You're good, you're good again. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't even have to change your master password. The odds are they're going to get it. But yeah, you do have to go through and change all of the passwords. And I have like 30 or 40 items in my password manager. I mean, it's definitely not fun, but also it is still encrypted. So if you just want to take your chances and hope they don't unencrypt it, you could just leave it. Right. But it's still messed up that these hackers that breached LastPass have had this data since like, I I don't know. I can't tell. It's been a couple of months at least from the articles I've been reading. The problem is is that it's not really clear if they knew or not. Yeah, it's been since August. Yeah, because, like, they could have known, and they were just like, we'll just keep this on the down, though. Well, no, because they definitely did, because in November, they put out a notice, too, that, like, hey, something's off here, but they didn't say the full extent until, like, two days ago. And the big problem... an issue. The big problem people are having with this is not that it took them so long to put it out. Like, maybe they were doing data collection, sure, whatever, 
oh, really? You're going to release this like three days before Christmas when nobody's paying attention? Like, yeah, I think there the is, thing is nobody that... that is paying attention to their email right now. Like seeing yeah. LastPass sending them an email saying, hey, uh, we got breached. And five paragraphs into the email, they're like, they actually have a backup of all of your passwords that if they are able to decrypt, they will have all of your passwords. Yeah, I think that as soon as you think there's a breach of any kind, regardless if you think they are able to access anything or not, I think you immediately notify and make it a big deal. Even if it's not necessarily, because I feel like the saying of better safe than sorry is very true, especially with your data on the internet. Right. If I'd have known since August, hey, I need to start changing my passwords over because somebody might have access to an encrypted version of them and I want it to be not the same before they can decrypt it that's different from hey they've had access to your accounts possibly since august now you better go change your passwords and hope they haven't decrypted it yet yeah <laughs> and they're saying that like the security that LastPass has in their encryption theoretically it's going to take a really really long time to brute force it yeah. but if they're able to fish somebody or something like that use some other attack vector to get their master password it's like well you're just kind of in trouble at that point what are you gonna do <laughs> change all your um, passwords and that's it and like i said for me that's no that's no small feat i have like 30 items in my vault let's just make our own password manager well i don't think that's necessary bitwarden <laughs> they do pretty good i'm pretty yeah, happy with pretty nice also it's not as big so it's not as big of a target not, right and not the way not that they target, though. the way that they encrypt it they never actually have access to anything so it's like even if they do get breached it's like they, they don't, don't have even, access they to don't have access anyways. <laughs> yeah, and they'll just disclose it right away. They'll be like, hey guys, some people got some encrypted copies of your vaults. Might be a good idea if you're concerned about it to go and change your passwords. It's like, okay, cool, thanks. And thanks for the notice. I will consider for the next 10 minutes whether I should spend 30 minutes of my life changing all of my passwords. That's what's nice about a lot of open source stuff. Because like, it's the meme, though, that like you like open source because you're the Linux guy. Yeah. But like, it, it's genuinely very... Very nice, because these people do it so, because they want to. Because when it comes to open source, anybody can take your, you know, your your project that you've been putting your life into. So it's not about specifically all about the money. It's about like you want to be doing this. Yeah, you want to build a better product. Yeah. And so the security part of of open source, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. The security part of open source is comp complicated because if you're opening all of the source codes, right, people consider that closed source obfuscation is a strong source of security because, well, if you don't know how they did it, then it's going to take you longer to figure it out, right? Whereas with open source, you know exactly how they did it because the source code is there. You can just look. Yeah. But at the same time, it also means that, well, this company has been vetted by several security agencies that have gone through their code and checked to make sure that the way that they're doing everything is secure. So it's like we know that it's secure because multiple people have looked, multiple third parties have looked and said, hey, these guys are doing pretty good. Their security looks great. Yeah. Right? So it, there's two sides to that open source coin in the security business. I think the interesting thing, though, about Bitwarden is that if you're really concerned about other people's servers being breached, you can host it yourself. So if I wanted to, I could host my encrypted vault on my server at my house, and it would never go to anybody else. And literally be impossible to, not impossible, but like it would be a waste of time for somebody would have to break hacker. into my network and then break into my server to steal my encrypted vault, and then they would have to somehow come up with my password to decrypt the vault. And it this this is all at work for one person. And the benefit of that is now, yeah. It's all for one person in addition to they would have to be targeting me specifically. So it's like somebody would have to really somebody would have to really have it out for me to be, you know, digging for that. Also, also, I know that I am the weakest link in the chain. So my own security at that point is all that matters. It doesn't matter what some other company is doing. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not that paranoid, so I still use the Bitwarden servers cuz, you know, they seem pretty good and I'm fine with that. I should probably support that project because they do have like a subscription that you can buy for like $10 a year. It adds a couple of features, none that I really need, but also like yeah. it'd be cool if they kept going. So I should just support the project and help them out because I really saying, appreciate what they're doing. I feel like if you make a really good product and you make it free, <clears throat> you'll be surprised how many people will pay you more than you would have charged for it because yeah. they really enjoy what you're doing. 
I don't know. Open source monetization is a topic of its own. We'll have to save that for another episode of the podcast. But and it's still difficult because I don't think that's what everybody should do. But like, um, it's it's challenging. Open source is just like a weird niche. We should just have an episode dedicated to it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't it's, think anybody will listen to it, but it would be an interesting episode. Yeah, it's just really interesting though. Just all open source is just really nice. Yeah, um, it's interesting to us being tech nerds. If people yeah. are interested, I guess leave a comment. Leave a comment in YouTube or Spotify or wherever you can leave a comment. Or I guess now that we have Twitter and he's going to announce when this episode comes out, reply to the Twitter thread. Be like, hey. You guys should talk about open source stuff. I think that would be an interesting topic. Yeah. Guys, go follow us on Twitter. Pretty yeah. cool. Also, um, <clears throat> my mother technically doesn't want me to have Twitter because she thinks it's terrible because it is. But also, I don't go on the trending tab because that's where everything's bad. Wow. But yesterday, during dinner, I was scrolling Twitter. And then she noticed and she's like, do you have Twitter? And I was like, no. That's wow. not what this is. I didn't say that. I gave in. She yelled at me, and then she didn't do anything about it, so I think I'm good. Wow. Sounds like you're a bad person. What? I'm a great individual who um, is very wise. Yes. So wise that you're being invited to a platform. Called Wisdom. Called Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously uh, I got something right. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe they just sent that out to everybody. <laughs> um, so, dude, I actually, it actually though, if I genuinely got I love like the Nike's podcast fifty times in my email box, <laughs> I'm serious. I'd actually put us on Wisdom or whatever. I don't know how it works. Wow. But um, but then also <coughs> Jonathan Davis would be on an episode of the podcast. But it's not gonna, it's <laughs> it's not gonna happen. No. But if it did, that would be that would be kind of crazy. It would be. <laughs> uh, last topic I wanted to talk about. Was uh, Disney doing Disney stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what, like two days ago, one day ago or whatever, I, uh, I was very bored. So bored, in fact, that I went on the Disney app that we got when we went to the, when we went to Disney World. Disney um, World app, clarify that. Cause there yeah, are it's a Disney, Disney World apps. app, sorry, yeah. I got, I went on the Disney World app just to look at the maps of the amusement parks and just scroll through them and look at the different things. <laughs> like I would I went over to Magic Kingdom and I was like, so where exactly is the haunted mansion? <laughs> wow. Um by the way, for all you wondering, the reason I have the Disney World app is because we went to Disney World back in February and I made a vlog about it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> YouTube.com slash at Beast TG or something because the Beast Gaming was taken. Wow, um, unfortunate. But um, story. It, yeah. <laughs> so I went over to there's like a section of the of Disney called My Day, and so you link your ticket to the Disney account, and then it tells you when you're going. And with your My Day thing, you can see the wait times of every ride, and you can also if you pay a little extra. You can also, like, get specific times where you, like, register for a ride, and if you show up in that time, you get to go into the fast lane, which is actually a kind of okay system, instead of paying $120 for, like, a fast pass thing <clears throat> for one day, you're paying, um, it used to be just a little extra to where you would, like, basically be, be um, like, reserving a time, but when we went, the Disney Genie Plus service was... $15 extra on top of your like $120 ticket, which is a lot, I suppose, but it's not a terrible amount. Like, it's not an amount you can't live with. But I was looking again, and the Disney Genie Plus service went up to uh, $30, which is a whole two times more than nice. when we last went. And I was like, well, that's a little strange because I feel like you were doing just fine when it was only $15, so... Interesting I mean, that you had to raise the price there. Yeah, there is an argument to be made that maybe there was too many people using the system. Yeah, that is which, true. I mean, fine, but also, why don't you just like sell a limited quantity? I don't know. I feel like it just follows this yeah. general trend of Disney making everything more expensive. Um, they also, I think, bumped theme park tickets in the last couple of months from what I've been reading. Um, <clears throat> and also, also, they are adjusting disney plus i don't know how many people use disney plus that's their streaming platform 
um, used to just be $8 a month, like just period. Like, now it's very it's, reasonable. Yeah, totally. I would, I, I would pay $8 a month, but now it is $8 a month for the ad supported subscription. So now you can pay $8 a month to watch the Disney movies plus ads. And it's not like, you know, just like one pre-roll or something. It was like I wouldn't be that mad about it, just like a pre-roll. But I was reading about it, and it's like there is like several pre-roll ads, plus as many as three mid-roll ads. So they're like they're a two-hour movie. Actually yeah. less. Like an hour and 45-minute movie. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and they say sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it won't play. It doesn't happen every time. But they're like 30 or 45 seconds of pre-rolls, and then like... 30 minutes in another ad break and then like 30 minutes in another ad break. So like, I don't know. Just makes me kind of annoyed because I really don't like ads and I especially don't like ads on stuff that I'm paying for. That's just like, you know, if they wanted to do like a free subscription where you could sign up for free and then just have the ads run, that's fine. I'm not mad about that. You know, it increases accessibility. It encourages people to pay for it. Kind of like a YouTube model. I'm not that mad about that. But you're going to make us pay $8 a month and watch ads. And if you want to not watch ads, it's now $11 a month. Yeah. It's just... It totally is just them wanting to get more money out of it. Because you could make the argue that maybe, like, production is getting more expensive, so they need to charge more because, you know, they put everything on there now, basically. Yeah. Uh, But, like, $8 a month was working out for them for the past, like, Four years. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like the film industry is weird. It. I don't know enough about it to comment on like whether prices are increasing and stuff. But it's just like Disney is making everything more expensive, and it's kind of sad. But <laughs> and the issue is that they can get away with it, especially now with Disney Plus. It's like you literally cannot get a hold of Disney stuff unless you're like buying it, unless you have Disney Plus. Yeah, it is very sad because. There's a lot of people that watch a lot of Disney movies, and now you have to pay $11 a month to purchase it, and everybody's going to do it. Because also, what like, else are you going to do? Paying for, like, ad-supported, like, streaming stuff is, like, getting stupidly common now. Like, I think Hulu started it, and then Netflix joined when their whole thing was no ads. That's, like, the reason they started as a streaming platform, too, was to kill cable, basically. And now they do ads. Uh, you know, Disney Plus has now joined the ad train, and it's just like they just know that they can get away with charging for these absorbent, uh, like subscription prices. But because who wants to pay for cable anymore? You know? Yeah, I don't know. It's basically turned into you are paying for cable, but you're just paying for the channels that you want. Yeah. Instead of paying for all of cable, the- which is sad because that kind of defeats the purpose of the whole streaming revolution. But. It is what it is. Subscription services are actually kind of annoying me at this point. Because they're getting to the point where they're not necessarily useful anymore. Yeah. I don't know. There's some decent ones still. Like, I still pay for Audible monthly. Yeah, because... no. Stuff like that is, like, very, very useful. But, like, but then you get stuff like, like, in order to have heated seats in your car, you have to pay an extra $20. <laughs> Looking at you, BMW, I think it was them. I don't actually Yeah, remember. it was BMW. Yeah. After you pen- spending over like uh, like like 60000 on your new car, you got to pay another $20 a month. Yeah. So you can access features that are already there, obviously, because it's a subscription service. It's not like you're going to like a BMW shop to add the ventilated and heated seats. It's already yeah. a feature. Yeah. You're paying for access to your own hardware. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic that makes me frustrated as well, that people are trying to charge subscription services for something that you already purchased. Yeah. And that kind of works in with streaming services stuff too, though. I saw it's like I saw an article the other day talking about this. Uh, it was a Wi-Fi 6 extender, right? So like those little like things that you just plug into the wall and you connect up to your network that extends your network. Yeah. Except for it was a subscription fee. <laughs> and you still have to pay for the extender too, right? Uh, I'm sure it was some cheap amount compared to actually buying the extender. But, like, unless your plan is to use it for, like, three months and then get rid of it, it's not going to be cheaper than just buying an actual extender. Yeah. But then the issue is is that companies all realize that they can get away with subscription services. And then 
And then everybody starts doing subscription services for everything. Yeah, no, it's absurd. Yeah. Open source for the win. <laughs> I say we ban subscription services. Ban subscription services? I don't yeah. know about that. I'm happy to pay for some subscription services. I'm not happy to pay for a subscription service that in the long run is more than it would have been to just buy the buy thing the in general. Internet. Like yeah. tre- streaming services, I think like Netflix is getting way too pricey. Like chill out. Well, I mean, you but, look um, at who's leading the movement and it's like Adobe and yeah. like industry tools, right? Like Adobe, they charge subscription services to use their software and it's actually, absurdly expensive. It also went up $4. It was $52 <laughs> a month. Now it's 56 Ooh. They're yeah. going up too. And then um, who else? Like uh, like 3D modeling so- softwares, like uh, SolidWorks, they're a subscription now, AutoCAD subscription. And they're stupid expensive because they're industry-grade tools, right? I was uh, at SolidWorks my job. SolidWorks is like, like, like 10000 a year or something, right? Yeah, it's stupid expensive. Um, AutoCAD is also way up there. Um, yeah. But I was like learning AutoCAD at my job, and my boss was like, I don't want them to think that we're trying to cheat them, but I'm gonna get the free I'm gonna get the free trial first to see if we're actually gonna use this on this computer because I don't wanna pay for it. <laughs> we're not gonna use it on this computer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't blame you, man. It's like man, let's make sure that it, we're doing stuff with it before we just like drop a whole bunch of money. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's unfortunate for small bad. businesses, it's unfortunate for individuals. The only people yeah. benefiting are the companies that are uh charging it and um the, the companies that are buying it aren't technically benefiting but it's not hurting them either yeah yeah i don't know people the, the saddest thing to me is that people are willing to pay subscriptions for stuff that just works they're like as long as it just works i don't care you can take my money yeah it's like no and what i hate is that i love i love how fusion 360 and how unity do their thing where <clears throat> it's free for personal use. individuals yes but uh but companies do have to pay like a really decent amount of money for it yeah but like adobe's like yeah so so but the problem with those models for you guys <laughs> the problem with those models is that like technically you're supposed to start paying once you start making money off of their product yeah so it's like if you're doing it for personal projects it's like yeah whatever man do whatever you want but then it's like if you're making money off of it i think uh the way unity does it is they charge like a certain percentage of the amount of money that you're making yeah, it's some absurd percent, like thirty or forty percent or something, off of something that you made because you used their platform. So it's just like, just it's kind of fair though. Like there are some times where I don't agree with taking that much, like Apple, with their <laughs> App Store. But like to be fair, Unity is a very, very intuitive game engine, and they're yeah. expanding as well into other things, like more. So, but their goal with making it free is so that way the individuals go and learn how to use their software. And then they go to their company and they're like, hey, I know how to use this software. You should pay for it. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the issue with a lot of industries, though, is that it doesn't really matter anyways, because there's only two big game engines used anyways. Yeah, Unity and uh, Unreal Engine. Unless they develop their own engine, which yeah. is which a does lot happen, of work, a lot of money, very time intensive. Yeah, only like the very large companies do that, because even like... Even like most large game companies still use Unreal Engine, like yeah. Epic Games, and I think I think COD uses Unreal Engine unless no, they have Activision their own. Activision has their own engine. They do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know Nintendo probably does because of course they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, but even like, but like I'm saying, yeah, some big, like some bigger ones still use Unreal Engine yeah. because it's it's very useful. Yeah, it is Actually, a good tool. I, I like Unity a lot more, but actually, I feel like not that many large companies use Unity too much, especially for doing like VR stuff. Unity makes it way easy. Oh my goodness, yes! I was developing VR stuff in high school because Unity just makes it that easy. So I don't know. They make movement super easy too. Yeah, that's true because they have like pre-made scripts and stuff for moving around. Yeah, I don't know. Very mixed feelings about all this stuff. You know, uh, it's that's the issue is that it'll never be all good or all bad, all good or all bad. And I don't think it'll ever change. Unfortunately, we'll never reach a utopian society where people aren't striving to um, make money. Maybe that's Unfor- what we should talk about next. <laughs> next podcast is what yeah. what's the purpose of owning a job or what's the purpose of having a job? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, communism doesn't work in the real world. <laughs> yeah, I think. uh I think that's all the time we have for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the only thing that's all good is this podcast so keep on listening um subscribe i don't know what else follow on spotify and stuff yeah uh check us out on apple podcast rate five stars you can do that on spotify too yeah leave a comment uh, comments really help comments out you know take, take the gpt does. chat bots advice and like give us some meaningful feedback or something yeah or be sincere and do don't like copy verbatim <laughs> i learned or just that do today what, just do what we did and put no comment or that's what i did i put no comment on the last yeah. episode it's actually typing no comment commenting no comment actually boosts engagement because you commented exactly so yeah. go comment it helps us out uh rate us five stars i don't know why um twitter internet validation's cool oh yeah the twitter's there now go follow yep. it if you're into that sort of thing i guess i don't really do twitter so i don't know how that works yeah, he won't be there but uh you can follow the twitter <laughs> um check out I our youtubes in the comment section <laughs> of the youtube though so if you've got yeah. questions or if you want to suggest some topic theme some topics that would be great because we definitely have yeah. no topic. Let's ideas. get some community going. Come on, yes. guys. Engage. Hopefully, we'll be back on a weekly schedule. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try anyway. <laughs> and one of these days, Ben will make another video on his channel. Will I? I didn't know that was in the works. Oh, I didn't say it was soon. Oh. It's not in the works, <laughs> but like, oh, okay. you got ideas stewing in that brain of yours, probably. I do, but that doesn't mean I'm going to do anything about Dude, it. Did William Osmond retire? Take his butt. Oh, he's back from retirement, actually. He had well, retired. He didn't like, well, he's not posting as often as he used to. That's true. That's his whole thing. The yeah, spiel. but I'm going to actually graduate with my electrical engineering degree. Didn't he drop out? <laughs> no, I think he did. Finish. Oh, dang it. Guess he's better than me. <laughs> well, you just got to get more subscribers, and then he won't be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, there's something to be said about uh, whether or not someone's better than you for graduating with electrical engineering and then becoming a YouTuber. <laughs> I don't know. He also's got that comedy that I seem to lack. Anyway, this is this ending is going on for way too long. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening to the Nyx podcast. Uh, new episode hopefully next week too. Um, if we just keep on a schedule. Anyway, see y'all then. Keep on Nyxing. <laughs>